Hello, this is your host, Allie Hansen, and welcome back to the Overcome and Become podcast. Let's get motivated. Hello, guys. Welcome back. Happy Wednesday. I hope you are all ready for some midweek motivation this week. If you are a new listener, welcome. And if you are a continual listener, welcome back. I'm so happy to have you here, and I am beyond grateful to have you here as well. As you know, we are going to start with our challenge of the week, and I'm super excited for this challenge of the week because it is something that I cannot wait to take on. The challenge of this week is learning something new. So, this is not a new task every day. This is just a new hobby or something you might want to take up for seven days or even if it's something that you want to continue to do because this is super fun and super exciting and a lot of times if you want to get really good at something it's going to take more than seven days to do. Now with the research that I've done I gathered together a lot of information on the benefits that can come from learning something new and those benefits are building quick learning skills. So if you want to improve that learning time learn something new and take it on. It can motivate you in all areas of your life, learning a new skill. It can boost your confidence because you're broadening that horizon of different possibilities that you are open to and different things that you can do. It can keep you healthy no matter what skill you are learning. It can get you out of a rut. So if you are in a rut and looking for some motivation and a little bit to put behind you so that you can get up and get going with your productive, happy, healthy life, this is a great way to do it. It can give you a mental and physical boost. So that's kind of the same thing as a rut. If you are in need of a boost mentally and physically, try this out. It can help boredom. So if you are someone who has a lot of free time and you're bored all the time and looking for something to do, which I know most of us have a very busy lifestyle and are constantly doing things, but if you are a bored person, then learning a new skill would be perfect for you and it can help you be open-minded and more flexible. So being able to pick up something new and and not just having your routine of things because people crave routines. The human mind always wants to be doing the same thing and that's okay, we can have our routines, but if you learn a new skill, This can help you be more open-minded and more go with the flow, easygoing and saying if someone wants you to hang out but they didn't exactly plan it, then you can be like, okay, you know, I've practiced learning new things and developing new things into my schedule because those are going to be ways that we learn and grow and improve ourselves. And one of my favorite parts about this podcast is not only to help you guys get a new insight, new perspective on motivation and different things that go along with that, but also for me, I love doing research on these different challenges of the week because not only am I informing you guys about them, but I'm also informing myself about them. I get to learn new things. I get to learn new skills and it is super awesome and incredible. But as you saw by the title of this episode, it is going to be a good one. I cannot wait because this is something that I am genuinely so passionate about. I, if I'm going to be honest, I'm passionate about a lot of things, okay? And that's why we started this podcast so we can express those passions. But this is something that is extremely close to my heart and something that I have a huge opinion on, but also something that I've done a lot of research on. I am a freshman. And with being a freshman in high school, that comes a lot of papers. So I've wrote multiple papers about this. And I will say my English teacher was impressed. She was like, wow, I can't believe the research that you put into this. But when you are truly invested in something and when it is something that you're passionate about and you care about, you will find the time and you will find the motivation to do something incredible. And so 
we are going to be talking about the importance of childhood cancer research. Before I get into this, I want to preface it by saying I am not dissing on any other cancers. I'm not like, oh, they deserve less of a priority than childhood cancers. That's not what I'm here to do. This particular episode, I'm here to raise awareness and inform people on the whole shenanigans that go on with childhood cancer and that come with that. So there is a lot of research that is being done for a lot of different cancers. In fact, the government has a fund that goes to doing research for different cancers. There are a million and a half different foundations out there that do research for breast cancer, for lung cancer, for different kinds of childhood cancer, and for all of these different things. And all of those foundations are so important. The government funds are so important because this is something that constantly needs to be improved and needs to be developed, especially with our world. People are getting sick and we want to be able to figure out a way to help them get better, to help them live this long, happy life. And so by doing that, the research is so important because we can't just all of a sudden be like, oh yeah, we're going to do this. It goes down to those people who are willing to be there to do the research, to develop these medications, to develop these different scans to help people get better because from the 1800s to now we have increased our lifespan incredibly people used to not live nearly as long in fact I was in biology and we were learning about this scientist from way back in the day and I was like why did he live so short what happened you know was there something that he did did someone kill him and my biology teacher was like no back in that day that was just the average lifespan it was much shorter than it is now and that's what we want to do because we want people to live these long happy healthy lives and really ultimately become the best versions of themselves and the only way to do that is to improve things and when you get sick when you get Get cancer, improving things are so important. Now, there are a lot of cancers where it is something that you cause. Smoking is a big one. If you smoke, there's going to be a high possibility that you get cancer. And there's just so many different things. There's different things that you can do to cause your own self-cancer. But childhood cancer, on the other hand, we don't know why kids get it. We don't know the cause. We don't know if it's something they're born with, if it's something that they build and grow as they are living their life, which is sad. It's hard to know that we don't really have an answer behind it, but we could. And so we are using our government funds for childhood cancer, a specific portion of it. But what I want to inform the world is that 96% of those cancer research funds are going towards other cancers besides childhood cancer. How sad and frustrating and sickening is that that only 4% of those funds are going to childhood cancer? Because to me, someone who personally went through that experience, someone who has gone through ups and downs and highs and lows, and I'm not here to have a pity party for myself because I know that there are still thousands and thousands of kids that have to fight cancer every single day that are in the hospital fighting for their lives and the government is only giving four percent of those funds to childhood cancer and to me that is just it makes me sick it makes me sick to my stomach that only four percent of these funds are going towards it and it's really sad to know that that is all we're putting into these kids because you have to look at it as are we putting more research into these people who are getting cancer when they're 
70s, 80s, 90s when they've already had a pretty long life and obviously we want them to live a long time and we want them to live to their maximum capacity but these kids who are being diagnosed, some of them from the day they are born and up to 18 and we are not giving them enough of our effort and enough of our time and enough of our appreciation because they're so young. They haven't even graduated high school. They haven't lived on their own. There are all these things and some people don't know what it's like to not eat, sleep, breathe cancer. They literally have not had a breath of a regular life and it is so sad to me that in 30 years there have been three chemotherapy drugs developed. Three. I want you to think about that for a second. Only three chemotherapy drugs have been developed in 30 years. And with all of the technology and brains and incredibly smart people that we have on this planet right now, I think there should be a lot more chemotherapy drugs developed by now. And this is a problem because here's the thing. When people look at people who have cancer, a lot of times they'll hear, oh yeah, I'm in treatment for nine months. I'm in treatment for two and a half years. A lot of people, it's a different span. Different complications can cause different things to be shorter or longer. And there's a lot that goes in and out of it. But that is not the whole cancer story. Everyone is going to battle things the rest of their life. And the problem is, is because especially in children, they take this chemotherapy and they pump these kids full of it. And chemotherapy is incredibly good at killing cancer cells, which is what we want. That is the purpose of it. We want to get those bad cells out of there because the human body cannot live with cancer cells in its body. It has to have help and it needs help to get those bad cells out of there. But it also kills all of the good stuff in your body. It kills cells, it kills organs, it kills so many different things. And if we were putting more money to improving these things, that could be changed because we can't do our research, we can't do our studies, we can't do all of these different things unless we are putting money towards it because people are eager for money and that's how they work. That's how this planet works. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. Do I think money should be the main priority in this life? No, but that is how the whole economic system works. That's how business works is if you are going to pay someone to do something, then they will do it. If you're going to pay them the right amount, they will do it. And they're not doing it because they're not getting enough money to do it. I have already had so many different complications throughout my life. I've been admitted to the hospital. I've been in a boot. I've had all of these different things, not because of cancer, but because of the chemotherapy drug that they were giving me to kill cancer. And that is because it has not been developed. Not only that, but not nearly enough awareness is being raised for childhood cancer. There are so many different kinds of childhood cancer, but if we are looking at it as a whole, September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Now, if you don't know me personally, then you probably didn't know that that's the month. But I want you to think, okay, out of the 12 months in a year, what are the cancer months? And I guarantee the number one thing that came to your mind was October's Breast Cancer Month. You see pink everywhere. You see it at gas stations, stores, football games, basketball games, all of this awareness being raised for it. And that's why they have so many answers to breast cancer. That's why they are able to develop these things is because the amount of awareness that is being raised for it is insane. And that is an incredible thing. I am so happy that awareness is being raised for that because it is much deserved. I don't care how old you are. No one deserves to go through cancer because it is a terrible thing. And just because these drugs for breast cancer and these awareness things are being developed for breast cancer doesn't mean that everyone is going to get to live from that. But it does mean that 
that percentage is going to be higher. And I want you guys to know that this is nothing you are doing. It's really nothing, but if you can do something, spread awareness for childhood cancer. The month for it is September. The childhood cancer ribbon is gold and it is so fun. We have an own foundation. It's called Allie's Angels Foundation. We do a football game here where I live. So if you want to come visit, it is an incredible time, but it's also so important that we are helping these kids because if you go to the hospital and you go to the cancer unit, you are going to see these kids in and out of the hospital fighting for their life every single day, every day. And it breaks my heart that at such a young age, so many people have to do that. So many people have to go through these different treatments, these different surgeries, this different radiation, this different medication, this different test, just so they can stay alive. Because these are innocent children. These are people who haven't even gotten to be out in the real world and they're already back and forth and doing everything they can to stay alive. Because whether someone's cancer journey is smoother than another's person, it is all hard. And there are so many lives that are lost from cancer every single day, especially childhood cancer. It breaks my heart. And my mom asked me the other day if I ever get a little survivor's guilt because there are people that I know that I met in the hospital that have passed away from cancer. And every time they pass away, I just think what an incredible opportunity it is that I still have the chance to be alive. That I was one of those people that got to fight that battle, but I was one of those people that got to make it out on the upper hand And I told her yes, because there's that part of me that is that 99% of me that could not be happier to be alive, that is truly blessed and truly just mind blown that I do have the opportunity to be here. But there's that other 1% of me that almost feels guilty that I got to stay on this incredible planet and live such an incredible life, but other people didn't. And if we are willing to raise awareness, if we are willing to increase the research that is being done, if we are willing to develop these drugs, not only will the people who get to stay alive be able to live a happier, healthier lifestyle, but we will be able to improve those rates of death and we'll be able to uplift this community and build it together. So I don't want you guys to feel ashamed or feel bad about this. I want you to be motivated by it and just see what it is like to be on this. And I'm not going to be like, put yourself in my shoes because I hate when people say that because how am I supposed to put myself in your shoes if I've never been through what you've been through? So I'm not going to try and make you put yourself in my shoes. We can make the world a better place. And you know what? One person can change it all. It takes one person one time to create a family tree and do incredible things. So if you're willing to talk to this friend and then this friend talks to this friend and those two friends talk to these six friends, it is going to be incredible. And I just encourage you guys to be a good person. Be kind to people because that's what the world needs. And do good things. Pick up that trash on the side of the road. Help that person. Give that homeless person that's on the side of the road $5 because whether you think they're going to go use it for alcohol or you think they're going to go use it to buy them food or you think they're going to go use it to help their family, it's important. And it's that part of you. It's that good part of you that is going to change this world because that's exactly what it needs. We're going to finish off with a quote. I loved recording this episode. I did write a whole essay on this and honestly I could have just read that to you but I didn't want it to sound too robotic and like oh yeah I'm just writing my paper but I do want to finish off with a quote and let me tell you this very well could be a new favorite quote of mine because oh 
so good. So here is the quote. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Winston S. Churchill. Wow. That, if that does not preach, I don't know what does. And that is so true because even when you get to those destinations, it's not going to be final. But when you're at those failures, it is not fatal. It's not going to be the end, but it is that courage that you stay strong and it's that courage that you keep going that really counts because we talked a little bit about a few podcasts back. It's about the journey, not just the destination and that is 100% true. I hope you love that quote. I hope you loved this podcast because boy, did I have fun recording it and it is something so close to my heart. Remember that I did not want to diss on any other cancers because they are all in so much need of help and I did not want to diss on anyone because there's a lot of people who don't know a lot about this but sometimes it's hard being one person and trying to change a big thing and that's just not possible so I just encourage you guys to be kind because that is what our world needs and I love you guys so much and I could not be more grateful for the people who listen to this make sure to leave a review and give it a five-star rating if you think it is five-star worthy and I will see you guys next week for a very exciting episode bye